0: Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello? Hello? Podcast Network Asia. Hello and welcome to episode 163 of the 80%. How's your budgeting? Are you even doing one? Learning how to budget is a foundational skill in personal finance, but unfortunately, not everyone does it. In this episode, I'll share budgeting tools you can use, discuss different budgeting techniques, and give tips that can help you improve how you manage your cash flow. Are you ready to listen and learn? Let's go! I'll be sharing with you mga tools, techniques, and tips kung paano tayo mas, uh, magiging magaling, efficient, and paano talaga natin pwedeng i-manage yung ating budget. This is, of course, very important dahil kung hindi natin alam kung paano i-budget yung pera natin, yung income natin, then mahirapan tayo mag-save. At kung nahirapan tayo mag-save, mahirapan din tayo mag-invest. So, tuloy-tuloy yan, dikit-dikit, and I always emphasize that we should always have a solid financial foundation, parang bahay, kapag hindi matiba yung pundasyon ng bahay mo, isang bagyo lang, isang dindo lang, pwedeng masira or gumuho, diba ba? So yung wealth na build, natin, kailangan maganda rin yung foundation natin. And one of the foundational principles in building wealth is learning how to manage our budget. For our discussion, I will be giving you some of the tools that I use in budgeting, some of the techniques that you can do to budget your money, and end with some tips that are very important in becoming efficient in budgeting our money. First, we'll be discussing mga budgeting tools. Ano ba yung mga pwede natin kapag nagba tayo. Old school tayo, ang first tip natin is pen and notebook. So, kahit na marami ng mga gadgets, marami ng mga pwedeng gamitin ng mga software, okay pa rin na gumamit ng pen and notebook. Actually, some of the older people, I see na ito pa rin ang ginagamit. However, meron akong isang friend na pen and notebook talaga yung ginagamit niya. Particularly, yung isang planner na nakuha niya. Ginawa niyang budgeting notebook. And it allows her to really be tactile. Yun yung sinabi niya sa akin eh, kahit na may mga apps na. Iba pa rin daw yung nagsusulat. Kasi habang nagsusulat siya nung budget niya, nung expenses niya, nung nagtatract siya nung expenses niya, nag-a-allocate ng budget, nag-iisip siya. So it allows her to think, analyze, and mas nararamdaman niya yung budget. It's really still an efficient tool to do your budgeting, yung pen and notebook. Yung next na tool na pwede natin gamitin, which is what I actually use, is Microsoft Excel or Google Sheets. Para sa akin, gusto ko yung meron spreadsheet kasi pwede magkaroon ng mga automated na calculations. Hindi na natin kailangan ng calculator para i-track yung mga ongoing expenses natin or to see kung ano ba yung trend ng mga spending natin. So you can definitely use Microsoft Excel or Google Sheets and kung Mac user kayo, yung numbers, di ba? Ang importante sa Microsoft Excel or when you're using a spreadsheet is kailangan medyo matyaga kayo sa pag-build. May mga templates na na nada-download online. In fact, sa blog ko, meron ding Excel template na available for free for download that you can use. But personally, I would recommend na i-build nyo siya on your own kasi mas merong appreciation kung paano ba gumawa ng budgeting system kung ikaw mismo yung gagawa ng sarili mong Excel sheet you can always just start with your income for one column, tapos yung second column, ito yung mga expenses mo for the month As meron kang running balance. And as you do that, every day, you track your expenses, meron ka na maiisip eh kung paano siya mas magiging efficient or kung mga additional na mga sales na pwede mong uh, idagdag para track yung mga specific spending mo. Actually, ganun ako nagsimula, income and expense lang tapos isip ko, kailangan merong description ito mga expenses. Ano ba siya? That started me on putting categories. So, ito food expense, ito transportation, etc. And then I decided na dapat total ko kung magkano lahat yung food expenses ko, magkano lahat yung transportation expenses ko. So, I started doing this back in the early 2000s, yung aking budget Excel and through the years highly customized to my personality to my character and it really helps me analyze my spending so sana meron din tayong tiyaga na gawin yon kung ayaw natin ng medyo manual pa rin no? kasi pag excel medyo manual pa rin yan we can definitely use yung mga available na mga budgeting mobile apps and marami nang na-download na mga free yung iba talagang Napaka-comprehensive. Although some of them may ads for a minimum amount, okay lang din para sa akin na gumasos kung talagang makakatulong sa inyo na mag-budget yung mga mobile apps na available. Ang maganda jan, more often than not, you just have to input your income tapos yung daily expenses lang. Tapos siya na bahala gumawa ng analysis and computation. Sa mga medyo gusto talaga ng maraming data analysis, pwede tayong mag-download din ng mga financial software. Ito yung mga tumatakbo na talaga sa ating computers, sa ating mga laptop. And meron akong kaibigan, yung financial software, initially, ginagamit niya para sa business niya, para sa business accounting. But later on, na-realize niya, pwede ko rin gawin ito para sa personal account ko. So, yun yung ginagawa niya. And ang maganda dito sa mga financial software, pwede kang mag-input na rin ng mga investments mo. And unfortunately, most of the financial software is made in the US. So yung mga connection sa mga bank para may auto-update, connections sa mga ibat not ibang investments para auto-update din yung mga values ng mga portfolio, hindi natin magagawa dito sa Pilipinas. But in any case, very robust pa rin siya. Pwede naman manually i-input yung mga data na yon. And ang maganda dyan, yung ibang financial software, although syempre paid na yun, pwede siyang gumawa ng financial plan para sa sa'yo. So hindi mo na kailangan ng isang financial planner para gumawa ng isang investment strategy. Pwede na rin yung financial software na mismo ang gagawa sa'yo. But of course, it's important na naiintindihan mo kung paano siya binilled at uh, iko customize mo pa rin siya kasi hindi pwedeng automated lang na kung ano yung binigay sa'yo, yun, yun kage yung ipafollow mo. Personal finances personal and dapat sa mga tools na to. we use them to save time but ultimately, in the end, tayo pa rin dapat yung nagde-decide kung ano yung final budgeting system natin or ano yung final output ng ating budget. I'm very sure mayroon pang mga ibang budgeting tools jan. And for me, these are the four major tools that I see that people use. Aside from the budgeting tools, meron din tayong mga budgeting techniques. Ang ibig sabihin ng budgeting techniques, paano ba mag-budget? Ano yung sistema na follow. Sa mga beginners, ang usual na sinasabi ko para hindi ma-overwhelm is yung pay-yourself-first method. Simply, pagdating nung sweldo mo, save a specific amount or percentage of your income as your savings. Kaya siya pay-yourself first. Tapos kung ano yung matira, yun na yung gagamitin mo for your expenses. So very straightforward, hindi masyado nakaka-overwhelm, di ba? So kung ang sweldo mo ay 25,000 pesos a month, tapos you decided to save 10% of your income, Pag dumating yung 25000 you transfer 25 five to another savings account. Tapos ko ano yung matira dun sa ATM or sa salary account mo, yun na yung panggasos mo araw-araw. You don't necessarily have to budget kung magkano yung budget sa food, magkano yung budget sa transportation. Ang magiging challenge mo na lang dito is titipirin mo yung nasa ATM mo para hindi siya maubos bago dumating yung next as well do I think that's a beginner-friendly way to start your budgeting. You don't really have to have a perfect system at the start. Ang importante is, na nakakapag-save ka na. Pangalawa, by following the pay-yourself-first method, hindi mo na rin iisipin na, uy, kailangan ko mag-save, kailangan ko mag-save. As long as merong kang pera dun sa salary ATM mo, pwede kang gumastos technically kasi kahit na maubos na yun, save ka na some pisa. Ito, very popular kasi napakasimple nung concept. Yung 50-30-20 method. Which means 50% of your income should go to your necessities o yung mga needs mo. 30% of your income papunta sa mga wants. Tapos yung 20% goes to your savings. So pagdating na sueldo mo, naka-allocate na kagad yung portions. Diba? This works for a lot of people, to be honest. Pero hindi siya nagwo-work sa lahat ng tao kasi may mga tao talaga na sobrang laki ng no, mga necessary expenses nila na kulang yung 50%. Baka sa kanila mas maganda nang gawing 70-20-10, 70% for the needs, 20% for the wants, 10% for the savings. Yung iba nga 955, no? So kasi ang dami talaga nilang necessary expenses and usually sila yung mga breadwinners. Look at your expenses, track your expenses, and see kung ano yung average na percentage of your needs, wants, and yung possible na allocate for your savings. So yung 50-30-20, that's a starting point. But at the end of the day, once you start doing this for two or three months, malalaman mo na yung tamang percentage of each one. But still, this is very Simple, very straightforward kasi yung pera mo, tatlo lang yung categories niya. Needs, wants, and savings. The next budgeting technique that you can do is yung envelope method. Particularly, envelope method, nakita ko to very effective sa nanay ko. <laughs> Marami siyang envelope, nakalagay doon yung categories. Ito yung pang grocery, ito yung pang kuryente, pantubig, etc. Sumami siyang envelope. Tapos, pag binibigay ng tatay ko yung sweldo niya, di-distribute niya na doon sa mga envelope. And of course, kung merong gastos, doon sa particular envelope siya kumukuha. Ang maganda dito sa method na ito, napansin ko sa nanay ko, binigay na sa kanya yung sweldo nung tatay ko. No? Tapos napansin niya yung pera sa loob ng envelope, for example, ng miscellaneous or yung mga wants, meron pang laman. So, hindi niya na kailangan lagyan. Minsan kasi, may mga months na naging matipid kami sa sa kuryente. Lalo na, konware rainy season, malamig, hindi masyado nag-aircon. So, yung electric bill namin, mababa. So, pagtingin niya dun sa electric bill na envelope, meron pang natira from last month kasi mababa yung kuryente namin. So, bawas din yung nilalagay niya na na pera doon sa electric bill. Which means, she can now put more money doon sa grocery or sa food. So, yung envelope method, para kang ka, medyo mayroon siyang aspect na ginigamify mo yung budgeting mo. Which, for some people, it motivates them to do it. <music> Lastly, and especially for students, ito yung binibigay ko na budgeting method. Yung daily budget method. Very effective siya for students kasi wala naman silang ibang gastos kundi yung gastos nila sa school. Tapos most students, binibigyan sila ng baon weekly. So let's just say na 1,000 pesos a week yung baon mo. Tapos you go to school Monday to Friday. So basically, 1,000 divided by 5, that's 200. Yun lang sabi ko sa kanila. Every day, 200 pesos lang yung dalhin mo. So nakalimit ka sa spending na... 200 pesos per day. Kaya siya daily budget method. A variation of the daily budget method for those who are already working, ang suggestion ko is to first write yung mga fixed expenses mo. So kung nagre rent ka, tapos ano ba yung average na kuryente mo, ano yung average na tubig, magkano yung binabayaran mo sa internet, etc. So may mga fixed expenses ka per month. Ibawas mo yon dun sa income mo Tapos, kung ano yung matira, yun yung i-divide mo sa 30 para malaman mo yung daily budget mo. For example, ang sweldo mo ay 30,000 pesos a month. Tapos, yung mga fixed expenses mo, yung kuryente, rent, tubig, internet, etc. Let's just say na 9,000 pesos lahat yon. So, from 30 minus 9, 21,000. Which means, 21,000 divided by 30 is equal to 700. So, Hindi mo na rin kailangang masyadong maging conscious sa budgeting. Ang kailangan mo lang isipin ay hindi dapat lalagpas ng 700 pesos yung gastos mo sa isang araw. Ang ginagawa ng mga kilala kong ina-apply yung technique na yun is yung sweldo nila, parang pinapabaryahan nila. So of course, naka-allocate na yung pangbayad sa mga fixed expenses. And then for today, lalagyan nila ng 700 pesos yung wallet nila. So, limited lang yung kanilang gasos to 700 for today. Tomorrow, dadagdagan ulit nila ng 700. So, kung, meron, kung hindi sila naging mag-gasos today, let's just say na 500 lang yung nag nila ngayon, bukas, merong natirang 200 plus yung 700 na bagong papasok, 900 yung budget nila for tomorrow, di ba? So, nagiging, ano rin siya? nagiging motivation din siya maging matipid kasi alam mo na next day, mas mataas ngayon yung magiging budget mo. Especially if you're planning to go out on a weekend. So, pwede kang magtiped for Monday to Friday para pagdating ng Saturday, pag gimik mo, marami kang pera na pang budget. And even if you spend all of the money in your wallet that day, alam mo na bukas, meron ka pa ulit na bagong 700 pesos sa papasok. Plus, yung mga bills mo nga, yung mga fixed expenses mo, alam mo na naka-set aside ka na rin ng budget for that. So, yan yung daily budget method. May mga variations, but the idea is to know kung magkano lang ba yung pwede mong gasusin every day. So, these are just some of the budgeting techniques that I've personally seen na effective or efficient. But I'm sure there are other budgeting techniques Or budgeting strategies that you can learn online. And check nyo rin yung mayo, kasi bakamama ya meron kayo makita namas, magusto hanin yung, or mas maging effective sa inyo. Which brings us to the budgeting tips that I want to share with you. Particularly, yung first one, you need to be patient, you need to Make it a habit and it will slowly become easier and faster to do. Aminin ko na ang pagbabudget, hindi siya ka kadali, hindi siya ganun kabilis gawin. Pero habang ginagawa mo siya nang madalas, kapag naging habit mo na siya, mapapansin mo rin pabilis ang pabilis siya gawin. Dati nagba nagbabudget ako, it will take me around 3-4 hours nagsisimula ako. Pero ngayon, as fast as 10 minutes, tapos ko na yung weekly budget ko. Minsan nga, monthly budget na natatapos ko within 10 to 15 minutes. Kasi wala naman masyadong nagbabago eh sa budgeting. Especially if you're not changing your lifestyle, wala ka masyadong babaguhin doon. So kung ano na set mo na budget today, could probably be the same budget that you will need down the line. Several months or a couple of years down the line. You just have to be patient and make it a habit. And eventually, it will become easier and faster to do. The second one is to track your expenses. Very important na nagtatrack tayo ng expenses. And not just track your expenses, but categorize our spending. San ba natin ginamit itong pera na to? Ano yung ginasus natin? Kasi it will help us anticipate and manage difficult months. Alam natin na every summer, tumataas yung kuryente natin. Particularly sa bahay namin, yung average electric bill namin for the year, mas mataas siya ng 10 to 15% every March, April. Pagdating ng January, February, I already know na yung budget na ina ko for our electric bill, dapat dagdagan ko ng mga 10 to 15%. Ganun din, pag December, usually yung grocery namin, it goes up around 20 to 25%. So, yung grocery budget namin for December, diadagdagan ko ng mga 20%. So it's important to track your expenses because it will help you anticipate and manage difficult months. Lastly, there are a lot of budgeting strategies out there. And what's important is to find the one that works best for you. So itrya niyo isang budgeting technique. Sabihin na natin na yung pay yourself first method. Kung after 2-3 months parang hindi mo siya feel or nahihirapan ka mag-budget, then that's probably not for you. Mag-shift ka sa 50-30-20 method. So again, try it for 2 to 3 months kung parang hindi mo pa rin siya feel. Then go to another budgeting strategy. Try mo yung envelope method. After 2 to 3 months, parang nag-enjoy ka sa envelope method. Then just continue doing that. Probably that's the best budgeting technique for you. So it natin yung mga iba't ibang strategies hanggang sa nakahanap tayo ng strategy or technique na nag-enjoy tayo at efficient for us. And it is also the same dun sa mga tools. Pwede tayong magsimula sa pen and paper pag after a month or two, parang hindi natin feel, no? naiinis tayo, nagsusulat tayo parate, meron tay laging dalang tickler notebook or notebook and pen. So, proceed to a mobile app. Pag yung mobile app, wala tayong mahanap na feel natin or gusto natin, then probably you can just start building your own Excel file. Ganun yung nangyari sa akin. Nagsimula din ako sa pen and notebook, tapos Sabi ko mag-download ng ala ko ng app pero wala akong mahanap na app na gusto ko kasi meron na akong Excel noon pero sabi ko baka may mas efficient na way so nagtry ako ng app pero wala rin talaga akong makita maganda so bumalik ako dun sa Excel file ko and eventually nagustuhan ko na rin talaga yung Excel worksheet ko yun na lang din develop ko instead nag-ala na lang ako ng mga macros kung paano yung mga programming features ng Excel so, yung hinahanap ko sa isang mobile app at saka sa mga financial software, inimplement ko na lang dun sa aking Excel file. So, ano rin siya, naging advantage din sa akin kasi nagkaroon ako ng mga analytical skills and nagkaroon ako ng programming knowledge, di ba? Especially pagdating sa, sa Excel, yon So, there are many budgeting strategies out there. Find the one that works best for you. I hope I nagustuhan nyo, yung mashin air ko at nakatulong sa inyo. Especially right now, na kilangan talaga marunong tayong mag budget because things are uncertain economically. Hindi parin talaga ng ka stable yung ating global economy and national economy. And it's very important to take care of our personal wealth. Kasi yan lang talaga yung meron tayong control. We don't have control over the global economy, over the national economy, but we definitely have control over our personal economy. And it all starts with learning how to save and learning how to budget. And that's the end of our episode. Thank you for listening. To contact me or catch up on our previous episodes, you can visit our official website, the80percentpodcast.com. Lastly, be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us a review, and share it with your friends. Muli, ako si Fitz at magsama-sama ulit tayo sa susunod nating episode. Goodbye, take care, and stay safe. Hold up! What was that?